Today's best mix, 96.4 FM The Wave. It's Badge and M, and we're getting people ready for the beach, ready for the summer of 2014. And we've got lovely Tara here. Morning. Um, last week, we were saying that this week, we're going to talk about inches um, and and not weight. Yes. Um, this is because people reckon... they. There's always this myth that it's, mm. that it, it's about plateauing and uh, and it's you know oh you've reached a plateau and that's it you're not losing any weight and you know you just got to get your head around that yeah. and that's the fact and it isn't that is it no it's crazy i mean this man-made object of a weighing scales is what is um determining people believing if they're successful or not so they think the lighter that they are the more successful they are so let me just put it out there now i used to be about eight stone ten nine stone i'm nine stone six now however i'm fitter there's a lot less fat on me and there's more muscle on me and you know I've got curves and shapes and everything and I don't obsess about the scales and when I'm working with my clients yes we do use it as a marker it is important and it does help you track your progress but it will always be about your inches and how your clothes are feeling people say muscle weighs heavier than fat a pound is a pound however it's the density of it so you can look significantly smaller but be heavier and it's about how you look we don't walk around each day picking each other up going oh good morning good morning yeah, and yeah. you know lobbing each other over our shoulders but we don't see you no <laughs> well, actually yeah I do. Around this Tara does sometimes. <laughs> I do sometimes but um, you know so it's, it's all about how are your clothes fitting how are the inches looking are they going down um, with my transformers sometimes somebody go oh my gosh I've only lost a pound I can't believe it how are the inches oh three amazing so it's <laughs> Yeah. like well that's success then the entire Welsh rugby team is mm. morbidly obese oh my gosh that is a fact yeah I they mean, are all overweight yeah. because they are all much more muscular yeah. than the average person would be for their size height and age absolutely if you put somebody like Jamie Roberts on the BMI uh, chart he would be having according to that disastrous health consequences but it's not he's an absolute unit he's full of muscle he's super duper fit and his body fat is down that said that is no excuse if you're 18 stone yeah. to go off and eat whatever you want. No, exactly. Um, but what we were talking about was the fact that, as you say, on a week-by-week -week basis, you may not have lost any pounds, but what's happened is the fat is converted to actual muscle, and that's what's making the difference, as long as you're following that, that, that healthy exercise regime as well. Yeah, what you would have done is you would have increased your muscle and reduced your fat. So, Because, um, again, a lot of people say that you turn one into the other, saying your eyes turn into your nose or something. Um, you increase <laughs> your muscles... So you get more muscles, so you're heavier, your metabolism is up, you burn more energy throughout the day and your body fat percentage is lower. Now, you talk about um, clean carbs a lot. I do. In the Taran's formations, which I can never say. Taran's formations. I think uh, I'm the only one I can say it. I don't know why. <laughs> um, clean carbs... Yeah, what are they? Are they nanas? Yeah, <laughs> bananas would be, yes. Right, okay. yeah. Um, so we've got our uh, good carbohydrate sources. Um, you'll get things like oats, quinoa, sweet potato, rice, bananas. Um, fruit is a carbohydrate. Lots of people don't know that. And if like you wanted to kind of learn a little bit more, sometimes just get like a packet of stuff. I was doing a Skype coaching call with one uh, girl once and um, I'm doing a supermarket sweep around my kitchen, showing all these things to her. 
year and she couldn't believe that lettuce was a carbohydrate and I'm like yes it is because you think of carbs as bread pasta rice potato so the ones you should be avoiding are going to be your bread your pasta um, your um, processed foods ready meals chocolate is carbs crisps you know biscuits croissants um, yeah like some people have that be um, extreme trainers but for the benefit of our audience then yeah keep those things down if you want optimal fat burning always go for cleaner sources so uh, like the ones I mentioned and to be careful with them to cycle them for example if you train have them straight after so if you did a training session have your banana after because that's the fuel going back in and your body's going to be like a sponge to absorb it all up and if you do want optimum fat burning just stick then to non-starchy vegetables so your, your greens your broccolis and all things like that salad items um, protein and a little bit of fat in your meals when I'm in the gym Mm-hmm. I notice that bodybuilders always have vast quantities of water stood by them and they glug the stuff down. Yeah. Um, is that part of the muscle building process as well? Yeah, I mean, you've got to keep hydrated. Um, so that's going to be feeding your cells to make sure that they're doing the job for you. And a lot of people see these like bodybuildery guys as well having like protein shakes and things like that. And they're an excellent supplement. I use them a lot in my cooking and um, especially if you're on the go after a workout session, have a, like a banana and a protein shake if you didn't get the chance to get a meal after a lot of people think that if they drink one of those they're going to instantly turn into some big butch kind of fitness model um, it doesn't quite work like that they do work incredibly hard but it's helping the building blocks of repairing your muscles so that you don't um, damage your metabolism and um, you burn fat for energy rather than your, your body using muscle now, um, you talked a little bit about getting yourself prepared with meals there. And a couple of people have been in touch with us this week yeah. and said, I'm on the go all the time. There's yeah. one person sat at this table right mm-hmm. now. I don't have time to create yes. healthy meals. Yes. Is the excuse that she makes on a daily basis. Yeah. Well, I could have a race with you. Like if somebody got a box of boring cereal that's going to give you that big sugar high and slump and put on weight and all things like that no nutrition or anything and then my quickest breakfast in the world and we had a race I would win it I reckon and it would be healthy balance and um, yeah Angie asked uh, this question as well about what she could have so if you have something like um, a low fat Greek yogurt even though um I would recommend the fat ones as well because fat isn't uh, what we should fear or anything. But I go for the low-fat yogurt because I like to add nuts in and get my fat through that. And some raspberries or some blueberries or something. Throw them in a bowl, cinnamon on top, delish. So you've got protein, you've got health, you've got fats, you've got you know your, your vitamins and everything, antioxidants from the berries, and it's yummy. And something like that is real food and is super-duper quick. Um, I also um, got back in touch with Angie as well because um, she wants things for on the go. Mm. So she was going to have like an omelette for breakfast one time and uh, what we suggested was she have the Greek yogurts and the nuts and berries at home but make a big omelette, cut it in two because she could take that cold with her to work then. So it's always going to be about preparation. Make too much at any meal so there's some leftovers that you can just grab and take on the go. And you can zap omelette in the microwave. Yeah, you can do that. I mean, it's so fast. As Emma showed me the cut the other day, which is uh, something yeah, I learned. that's the last omelette you'll be seeing after dobbing me in a few minutes no, ago. No, that's okay. <laughs> you live on that omelette. That's I, the last one you'll be seeing for I a while. never knew you could do that. An exquisite flavour it was to Emma. <laughs> what flavour was it? It um, was yeah. courgette and mushroom. Yeah, oh, courgette yeah. and mushroom. When you put mushroom into omelette, doesn't it just like develop the flavour? It just like it's becomes... Lovely. I know you don't know because you're a vegetarian, but it does give a kind of like a meat kind of 
of flavour yeah, to it. Yeah. But, um, but it is lovely. What about um, the times of day that you should be eating, Tara? Because we, we are notorious for not eating sometimes until 10 o'clock at night. We're awake for four meal times. Yeah. That's the problem that we have. Yeah. Because yeah. we're up very early. And we stay away very late. Yeah. Everybody's going to be different. I mean, what I would say is, like, some people get up in the morning and they really, really, really cannot stomach eating. So if it means that you have to wait until later, then that's great. But don't use that then as an excuse to just binge and overeat on anything. Um, again, what I would do is, even if you did something like, um, whilst you were putting the kettle on at home, just grab a handful of nuts and berries or something that you might have in the fridge and just munch on that. So it's just something inside you until you get the chance later. But again, it's going to be down to preparation to make sure that you are eating. Some people do things like intermittent fasting. It's not what I recommend. I know it doesn't work for me and uh, lots of ladies struggle with it as well. But, um, you know, that might work for some people. But it just means... Make sure this you keep is, your you're talking about the 5-2 diet kind of thing. Yeah, there's lots of different types of things. Um, you've got 5 and 2 where you get the two days where you go right the way down with your calories and the other five you eat normal. You've got 16 and 8, so you go for um, 16 hours without eating. Most of it is overnight, and then you have that eight-hour window. Um, I couldn't. I get up in the morning, and I am so hungry all the time. Sometimes it's a battle to stop myself eating something. Um, talking about food's making me a little bit <laughs> hungry <laughs> now. Am I I'm blooming starving. <laughs> if you're listening to this and you just going to bed. Sorry. <laughs> I know. Don't eat. Don't, don't eat. eat. <laughs> Have a scrambled egg. One oh, and only oh, one oh. and then go to bed. Yeah. <laughs> That'll be it. But again, it's all going to be down to preparation and making sure that you're eating clean things. So, um, uh, timings don't eat just for the sake of it eat when you're hungry um, and you know eat at the times that are going to suit you for example if you guys get up at four o'clock you need your breakfast time to be a different time than mm. other people there's shift workers like um, Justin my husband if he's doing things like a night shift you know he has to when he gets up at one o'clock count that as his breakfast time and mm. things like that so you do have to adapt it uh, towards your lifestyle and it can certainly be done but it's just going to take prep in Okay, well, we're coming to the best time of the year for fresh food, and next week we'll be talking about what we get on the menu straight from the field. Brilliant, yes.